Welcome to Career and Leadership Real Talk, the no-nonsense guide for ambitious managers who want to have more impact and progress their career. I'm Pamela Langan, a job search coach and expert CV writer specialising in helping frustrated professionals land the jobs and pay rises they know they deserve. And I'm Jackie Jagger, a leadership and mindset coach specialising in helping newly promoted and new to role leaders to avoid the dickhead trap and lead with confidence. Between us, we've helped hundreds of leaders and managers to find new roles, take ownership of their careers, and handle the challenges that job searches and leadership responsibility inevitably bring. And now we're joining forces to share with you what we know has worked for our clients. Hello and welcome to this week's episode. So we've got a really exciting one for you today. And we are going to be talking about what you need to do to get promoted. Now, this is something that Jackie does on a daily, weekly, monthly basis with her clients. She is an absolute expert in helping people to get promoted. And she's got a really cool framework that she takes people through in order to achieve that. So we're going to go straight over to you, Jackie, and talk us through the framework and what it looks like and what are some of the things that people need to think about if they're in this space? Yeah, so let's start with the broader. So I often work with people on preparing for promotion and then I work with people who have been newly promoted or who've gone into a new role in a business. Essentially, I started off with working with people who'd already got the promotion and then it developed because there were a lot of people who wanted to get there but what's the difference between me and them? Why have other people got this opportunity and how can I go about it? So when I'm working with people who want to be promoted, we look at it in four separate stages. So the first is understanding and assessing their own promotion readiness and what are the steps that might need to happen. Then we look at influencing decision makers and then we look at being more strategic, which is a topic we've covered before on the podcast. And then we move on to look at, and okay, how do I set myself up for success? So when I actually get an opportunity, how do I prepare for those first 90 days so that I can hit the ground running? So for today's podcast, a lot of work that we cover in a number of weeks when I'm working with clients one-to-one. So for today, if I kind of start with that assessing promotion readiness and, and thinking about where do you start? If you know that you want to get promoted, if you're ambitious and you're not sure what the first steps are. And I think for me, a big part of it is understanding your own kind of motivations and drivers and also where the opportunity might come because the approach that you're going to need to take will need to be tweaked or tailored depending upon whether you're aspiring for a promotion internally, where you're going to get another opportunity with people where you're already working in that business or organization, or if you are moving on to look at an external opportunity and moving business in order to get that kind of next level. So dependent upon which of those you're going to go to, and sometimes people might not know. Sometimes it's if the opportunity arises internally, I want to be able to take it, but I know that maybe the opportunity might not come or it might not come in the time frame. So then I might need to be willing to look outside. So just getting some clarity on what role might I want to go for and where might that be is then going to help to shape and create a plan to follow on. Yeah. And that's exactly what you need to do, isn't it? To get started, just get that clarity and know which way you want to go. Because if you don't, it obviously just makes it 
that much more harder, doesn't it, to figure it out? It really does. And a question I often ask people as well, which sounds really simple, is who knows that you want to get promoted? And it's amazing how often this is just something that happens in somebody's head. And it's almost people are a bit shy of being upfront about the fact that they are wanting and aspiring to get a promotion. And I think that can stem from a fear of judgment and feeling like, oh, you don't seem too big for my boots. Maybe I haven't been in this role for long. Maybe I don't want people to think that I'm not engaged in the role that I'm doing. There's all kinds of, of nonsense that can go on in your head. But one of the things that I think is really important is to be open about the fact that, yeah, I might not be rushing for it immediately, but to be upfront about the fact that I do want to progress my career because it's amazing what opportunities can arise when other people know that you want an opportunity to progress your career. And if people think you are happy as Larry staying in this current role until the day that you retire, they're not going to create opportunities or have you front of mind when things come up. Yeah, that's such good advice because, like you say, it's so easy, isn't it, to be bouncing that around inside your own head. Should I? Shouldn't I? Is it the right time? Is it the wrong time? And then as soon as you, you start having those conversations, as you say, the opportunities do just start showing up. And it's almost like that the, the manifestation element of it, isn't it? As soon as you put it out there, you start bringing it into reality. So what else do people need to consider then? So I think once you get some clarity on, are you looking internal, external, or a mixture of both, it's then starting to reflect on what is expected of people in the role that you're aspiring to that isn't expected of you in the role that you're currently in, because that's going to help you create some awareness of what am I going to need to demonstrate, either at an interview, whether that be internal or external, or in order to hit the bar of being considered at that next level. Depends how promotions work. Sometimes there's an interview process internally. Sometimes you're going for those external roles. But if you start to look really clearly at things like competency frameworks, what are the job descriptions of the types of roles that you're aspiring to? If you are looking externally, I always say to people, set a job alert up for that role elsewhere and just start to notice what are the things that are on those ads or those job descriptions that are not in yours because that's where you're going to start to create the awareness of where's your growth, where's the stretch, where are the things that you're going to need to be able to demonstrate. And if you know that you need to demonstrate them from day one and you can't right now, straight away that's a gap that you're going to want to plug. Yeah, that's a juicy one, isn't it? Because especially when you're looking at promotion, a lot of the time, maybe you've not managed a team before, or maybe there's some elements of taking that step up that you've not even looked at or had exposure to before. So I suppose with with that as well, finding out what's expected, if you're looking at a job descriptions or if people are looking at job descriptions and seeing things that, you know, they're identifying as a gap, what would you recommend that they do? with that so I think there's a couple of aspects and we've planned and we're going to do a separate episode on creating your own PDP but in effect that's what you probably need to do at this point is you take that ownership of creating yourself a 
a map to get from where you are. I will always advocate for people starting when you want to be promoted, start by looking at the behaviors ahead of the specific skills and experiences. So people often focus the other way around. And when they're thinking about getting promoted, they think about what training can I do? What courses can I go on? How can I learn to know more about how to manage a team, for example? And in reality, and I would say doubly so if you're going for an internal promotion, it's about understanding and demonstrating day in, day out the behaviors that are associated with people in that level more senior than where you currently are. So I've got a download and I'll share the link to it in the show notes that is all around leadership competencies. And they're generic, but it's stuff that I've worked with clients on before to help them unpick where am I at with this particular competency right now? What are the things that I currently I'm doing and then okay where's the stretch what's the the competency at that next level so if you take vision and strategy as a as an example competency area I've got like a manager level a a senior manager or kind of head of type level and then a, a leadership stroke director type level so you've got three different levels where you can start to pick out yeah that's what I need to be able to show because When you ask people, what do I need to do to be promoted or what are the gaps? People will just often have that kind of, you're just not quite ready, but they really struggle to articulate it. And what the competency framework does is helps you to think about what are the behaviors or what are the things that people naturally do at a more senior level that I could start to demonstrate, even though my role responsibilities haven't actually changed. So that's where I would really encourage people to focus is thinking about how do you almost get seen as the natural choice? And very often that's by adopting a lot of the behaviors and approaches that someone that's more senior would naturally adopt. Yeah, that's brilliant. And I think that is, that's something that is, that that people don't really think about, isn't it? That they don't really consider as part of that process. And it's surprising actually when you start focusing in on those behaviors, how quickly you can progress and how quickly you can plug the gaps and also find those opportunities really easily because you're focused on them. And also you'll start observing other people's behaviors and things like that. And it might even be worth looking for some role models that you can observe in meetings and doing different things where you can say you know what they're the type of behaviors I need to be displaying or I would like to start displaying and like how do you then how do you then start acting in that way how do you start behaving in that manner and I think these are all like amazing questions to start asking yourself if you're thinking about going for that promotion because it will just make life so much easier for you and it will also I always take it back to the job search but it'll just make life in interviews so much easier as well because if you are really like if you're thinking through these behaviors and these competencies and you're thinking of what examples and evidence you've got now and where your gaps are and you're looking for opportunities to plug those gaps these are all your interview answers your future interview answers so you're taking off quite a few things off that list without even realizing it just by considering what you need to do in a little bit more detail. And I think if you think about 
that conversation that you often have with candidates, I know that we've talked about this before, of it's not about necessarily having the experience, it's how you present the experience that you do have. So we're not advocating that people rock up to an interview and claim that they've managed a team of 20, but actually the behaviors that allow you to be successful in leading a team of 20, if you unpick those, you will have examples where you can demonstrate that, yeah, I I know that I'm going to be able to develop and be able to manage a larger team or manage a team for the first size, first time, because I know that I've got those component skills and behaviors. And I think people often get hung up on what they haven't got when they're preparing for interview and thinking particularly about a promotion as opposed to thinking how to position and how to articulate what they have got experience of, what they can do. And so much comes from the range of experiences that you have in your job and how people perceive you and how people anticipate. That's what an interview is. That's what a promotion is. It's people basically backing you to say, yeah, I believe you're the kind of person who's going to do a great job of this. So it's really about instilling belief in those decision makers and the people that can make that can create the opportunity for you. Yeah, definitely. And I also love that you mentioned about the PDP side of things as well, because that is something um, I encourage people to do just generally, just from thinking of what to add to their CV. And also, again, prepping for those interview questions like in advance, you're making sure that you're documenting your stories, the great things that you've done, the challenging situations that you've been in. So creating yourself a PDP, in my opinion, is again, a really good thing that you can do. And I know that is, that's the the next thing in your framework, isn't it? To create that. There's a stage before, because before you get to actually creating the PDP, the thing that I would always say to people is about getting feedback. So if you know that's the level you're aspiring to, and that's the requirements of the role, and that's the kind of associated competencies and behaviors, you've got your own view and you've noticed hopefully some gaps and some things that you know you want to include. But I think it's also really important to seek and get useful feedback. And we'll link in the show notes back to the episode that we did on how to get feedback that actually is useful because that's sometimes easier said than done. But one of the things I share with clients is some really specific questions that they can use to start to gather that feedback because when you come to craft your PDP you want to understand what your blind spots are you want to understand do other people perceive you the way that you see yourself or are there some gaps that they may be able to share with you and equally coming back to your point on that interview prep what are the skills that people already perceive that you have do people already see you at more of that level and maybe it's your confidence and your mindset that's a bit wobbly and kind of other people are, yeah, I definitely could see that you could do this. And sometimes what you'll get is examples of really good strengths and experiences that they've seen from you that you perhaps wouldn't have thought to document as part of that kind of preparation. And that can be really useful as well. Yeah, I think that is key. This is such good advice because this is stuff that you just don't get taught, isn't it? It didn't get taught this at school, but you just don't get taught it throughout your career. It's like the stuff that you just expected to know 
or sometimes you pick it up if you're lucky enough to. From our point of view, we've been really lucky. In our careers, we've had some amazing mentors. We've had some great experiences. We've been able to learn and expand on those experiences and bring this to to everyone today where we're sharing what we know and how our experiences have shaped our own careers and I think that feedback piece is huge isn't it it's asking for feedback and that is one of the episodes that we we've had such a good response from like lots of people have listened to that and said thank you for recording that episode because feedback is just such a funny area isn't it it's you want it but you don't want it you get it and you're like oh is that me is that real is that true what do I do with this oh it didn't feel good oh it felt great there's so many emotions that you go through with feedback and it it is one of those real funny areas isn't it but absolutely crucial to your development isn't it yeah and I think we've got the episode planned on feedback and criticism how that can feel so that one's coming up in the next couple of weeks but yeah absolutely I think that fear of feedback becoming criticism is a lot of what holds people back from seeking it out. And when you get more skilled at being able to elicit feedback that is useful and that doesn't feel like criticism, then it gets easier. And if you want to go after that promotion, if you want to create opportunities for yourself in your career, being able to handle that feedback, even if it's not delivered particularly well, even if it does feel like criticism is such an important skill. And if you are going for that promotion, it is about understanding where do other people see you, particularly the decision makers, particularly your line manager. And I think the other thing that I often identify when I'm working with clients is that very often there's this expectation that people have of, I should then have filled all the gaps once I've created this PDP, I can't go for promotion until I've literally done everything that's on it, until I have closed all of the gaps, until I am ready. And that, for me, really misses the mark. The whole point of it is that a PDP is a continual process of understanding how can you get better? How can you improve? How can you aspire? And in this promotion scenario we're applying that to giving you some structure around creating and crafting opportunities but the mindset piece that comes alongside it is huge and I always say to people don't expect and I know I've heard you give this advice to people about job applications as well don't expect that you should feel ready expect that it should feel a bit nervy expect there should be a bit of stretch because otherwise if you feel 100% ready to do that job then when you get it, you're going to be bored within six months. Yeah, that's it, isn't it? So it's almost like you've got to keep pushing yourself out of that comfort zone to grow. And if you're in the comfort zone, you really need to ask yourself the question, what am I doing here? Because as you say, if there's no stretch, if there's no challenge, you're not going to grow, you will become bored. And I think as humans, we need that stretch and that challenge, don't we? We need something to strive for. I know most of the people that will be listening to this podcast will be ambitious managers. So you'll totally get this, that you need you need to be challenged. And I, I hear that a lot from my clients when they're ready to start their job search. And I ask them, what is the reason why you start your job search? 
a lot of the time it's because the, there's no challenge within the role. There's no stretch. There's no excitement anymore. I've done everything there is to do and the, there's nothing more I can do within this role. I've learned everything. Maybe there's a manager that they feel like they've learned everything that they possibly can from and that they're ready to move on. And most of the time I will say to that person, have you considered a promotion? Because not many people do at that point. And it's funny, isn't it? Because people start thinking about moving, but going for more of the same rather than thinking, what could I do to take that step up? And I think people also feel like that there's so much emotion and mindset stuff that comes up. And it's probably why I really love working with clients at this particular phase. And I was talking to a friend recently who <laughs> it was quite funny her line manager has not long come back from maternity leave and her line manager's line manager, there's a vacancy. So she'd been saying, you should go for that. And her line manager was, oh, I haven't been in this role that long. So almost like you've got to have time served and you've got to have done enough time at this level in order to be able to tick the box and move on to the next. And then her line manager was saying about the her own role if I were to do that then you should apply for this and my friend was like oh no I'm not ready I'm not at that level yet so it's almost people were seeing in each other the qualities of being able to progress but not necessarily seeing it in themselves and I do feel like very often people's mindset is their own biggest barrier to achieving what they could on the flip side, and I'm really interested in your perspective on this one, I remember a conversation recently around somebody who was, am I the asshole? Because they were looking at, I've got somebody in my team who is basically wanting everything mapped out and definite timescales and when are they going to get promoted? And it feels like they're expecting me to be able to map all of this out. And I think you see a bit of both of those things happening don't you you see people that hold themselves back and don't put themselves in the the kind of front line and say that they want it and then you see other people who maybe aren't even performing in the role that they're in that are quite demanding of but I want these opportunities and I want you to tell me how do I get there and how do I get and every one-to-one they're asking for a, a promotion and a pay rise yeah, you do that quite a lot. And I think that's where you need to start thinking about yourself, isn't it? We always bring this back to you, don't we? We're always saying, just stop for a second and just think about what you can do and what's next for you. And it's great that you can be that kind of leader that looks after everyone and supports the development of your team. But it's hold on a second, like what what's next for you? Where are you at? And are you ready to take that next step? And I think when you do that as well, the other thing that then opens up is often that will open up opportunities for people that are part of your team. And I think for me, that was always a really interesting part of my role was, okay, who have I got that could develop into my role and what timescale and what do they, and I absolutely loved spotting that talent and helping people, but then that meant that I there needed to be headroom. I needed to ha- be thinking about moving on myself because otherwise all of this work and yeah that's great but if there's nothing for them to move into then where's the opportunity going to be for them to stretch once they've done that initial development piece 
Yeah, exactly. And when you look at it from that perspective, it's so important, isn't it, to keep moving, to keep developing, to keep growing so that you're opening up those opportunities for yourself, but also for your team. And there's nothing more rewarding as a leader than seeing your team develop and being able to retain that talent and move up, take a step up yourself and also keep those really good people that you've trained and nurtured and coached all the way through and see them step into your role and make a huge impact while you're stepping into the next role and making an even bigger impact like that. That for me as a leader was one of the most rewarding things that I ever did in my career. So if you are listen to this and you're thinking I am ready to get promoted I am going to start thinking about myself I'm going to put myself first and I am ready to to do this to think about what the next step looks like for me Jackie is here she is here for you and you can send her a message and get in touch so if if you are thinking I don't know where to start or maybe you've already started thinking about it but you just need a little bit of guidance then drop Jackie a message and she will be more than happy to um, give you some guidance and point you in the right direction and help you secure that promotion. Thanks for listening and hopefully you found that useful especially if you're looking to get a promotion in the near future and don't forget to share it with anybody else that you think would also find it useful and rate and review us on your favorite podcast platforms let us know what you're thinking about the podcast and as usual if there's anything you want us to cover drop us a dm and we will see you here next week